The Unsigned Podcast. Yeah, that's pretty much oh, it. Feels Anything good, else to let him know about? Nah. Nah. Just, um, we always, yeah, take the piss out of each other. So it's just, um, it's just yeah, that's cool. You, that's you, cool. Might no, get, you might get me, roped in as well. No, she takes the piss so, out of me. No, you do it back. You do it back as well. You do. It's true. But actually, I want Rob back. I want Rob back because he actually took the piss out of you he, more than he I did. He constantly takes the piss out of me. Yeah, he really does. <laughs> Alex Francis is here. How you doing? Thanks for having me. All good. Thank you very much for coming in. It's a pleasure. Yeah, he does. He does take the piss out of me a lot. And when I had both of you here, it was funny. It was double. It was double. It was funny, but it was um, intense. Know, I was getting it from both ends, Did so you... to speak. <laughs> double ending. Double ending. Did you go massive. home and cry? <laughs> no, I quite enjoyed it. Right. Thank you. Fair play, man. Fair play. You, you do. You do you. Yeah, I, you, I, do you, I, you do you. I'll do me. <laughs> you know, it was funny. It was good. Usually, what we have is we usually have Lizzie or Rob co-hosting with me right but on a particular week we had both of them come in when we had Gia Lillian didn't we why was that oh yeah oh because because you were producing because produce because I was going to produce yeah but sit behind the cameras yeah and then you two were going to present it um and then I turned around last minute and was like oh it'd be sad if you're not in it yeah and then I but then luckily we had Callum we had Callum here which was Gia's boyfriend and he managed to sit behind the cameras and sort of help out sounds pretty natural to me it was it all worked it was was all meant to be it was all meant to be yeah we first met well obviously you've uploaded tracks to Unsigned you've also uploaded tracks to Positive New Music Releases with Lizzie Romaine Um, (laughs) but we actually met for the first time a few weeks back yeah at this show at St. Pancras Old Church. Yeah. How, yeah. how did that come about? Well, like, I've been, like, kind of, you know, d- tr- devising, like, trying to be tactical about, like, getting kind of calendar back together again. Because this yeah. year is very much, like, or should I say maybe kind of second quarter of this year into, like, where we are now. has been very much, like, me sort of reappearing mm-hmm. in terms of, like, I've just been, I mean, I've, I've got a two-year-old daughter now. Like, so that yeah. all happened. Um and and obviously COVID happened and everything like many everybody will say of course yeah. but um just a lot of writing and and fortunately I just got so immersed in all of that yeah that, that kind of just like that was the wave that kind of just you know saw me through to where we are now and getting into like releasing new stuff again yeah so that gig <clears throat> was was kind of a sort of I hope I hope at least was kind of like a reintroduction to the fact that I'm kind of like you know displaying these songs now I'm kind of trying to kind of get back to being a regular kind of fixture on the gigging circuit really yeah i was i was thrilled with how it went i was yeah I was so it was a great glad. night and it was yeah man we um yeah we, we we made a nice film out of it too and it's uh yeah like it just felt like the right kind of setting where I'm, is that film is that film it's it's coming together there's a oh, video okay. that just just came a couple of days ago and there's a bunch of pieces i'm sort of because you could see I could, you could see yeah, so many people yeah. walking around couldn't you at the gig like loads of people with different cameras and yeah. I was sort of because I said to you at the beginning didn't I? I was like oh can I uh, do you mind if I take a few oh, photos no, no, and you were like yeah come on so I was I'm like I'm always you know yeah I was like you sat there with your little camera my, it's there <laughs> oh, yeah, oh, it was, camera. Like that. It was that camera and I was sat there thinking oh yeah I'll take a few photos <laughs> and then I was like all these people were like going around with a load of professional gear and I was like it's not really much point, is there? Really? You know, I will tell you what, though. Like, you know, and 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 props to everybody that um, that I've ever worked with. But like, you know, the more people I work with on on content creation, mm. they just use everything. Yeah, like, you know, everything right down to like, you know, 
iPhones that are a few dates back. Yeah. Like we should have put a drone up in there. It's, it's, I mean, there was enough space yeah. in there. It's, it's that kind of next place. Can you imagine drone footage in that church? That'd be that incredible. That would be yeah, sick. That'd be incredible. really good. That'd yeah. be great. Next so, time. Yeah, exactly. I might, do you know what? It felt really good, and I may well look at like using it again like you know, as the um, turn of the new year comes and doing something else focused in London. How did yeah. the actual gig, like the venue and that come around? Because you were there with Will Pope, Celine Love, and then right, obviously yeah. yourself. So how did, like, who was so the I, one to so set it up? Okay, yeah, yeah. So um, I've got some friends, um, Fika, I don't know if you know the group Fika. I'm no. sure you guys heard of them. Yeah, but they're, they're amazing. Um, they're Southeast guys. They're uh, like a kind of jazzy, soul, soulful vibe. And they they did one, and we've got a mutual kind of piano playing, keyboard playing friend of many, right. many years. And they did one, uh, probably the beginning of the new year, uh, beginning of th this year even. And um, and the promoter, like, I, I couldn't get there, but, like, I saw all the coverage, and I was like, this looks great. And, like, you mm. know, promoters can be ten a penny in this in this town, but, like, this this particular guy, his name's Kevin Coakley, the sound sniffer is this kind of uh, pseudonym Right. what he does. And the guy's just so switched on, and, like, we were just spitballing ideas for, for ages, for months, and that, mm. that was kind of the culmination of that. Oh, that's okay. what the show was and then Celine got involved which was great and then Will so you know it was uh, yeah. Yeah, but, yeah. so did you recommend Will is he like a friend of yours so anyway I didn't know. So Will himself no um, Celine I was kind of on the radar I knew about Celine before uh, but Will was like brand new entity on the night he was great he blew me away He was. I loved his stuff. Yeah, um, he's like I'm trying to get him connected with people that I know too I'm just trying to like you know, no disrespect to anyone else in the industry at the moment. He's my new favourite. Like, he really he's is. A wiz he's tunes, oh, say, yeah. mate. He's oh. just a wizard on guitar. He makes the guitar not sound like a guitar. Crazy, I was like, it? I was like, is that a 12 string? I was kind of trying right, to look. Right. Yeah, well, because like, he had, he had a mandolin like... at the gig, I think. Or was it a banjo? No, it was a banjo. Banjo, banjo yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he's great. He's just, and he's really down to earth. And he's just like, he told me this story about, he was living in Japan or something for, uh, for some time and like working the kind of, city bars circuit right. in, in japan which i have no idea what that what that's like but he nah. said it was kind of like me kind of learning the ropes of getting kind of confident getting like kind of rehearsed in the yeah. gig environment he's great he just kind of i think he's coming from here i really yeah. do he's like actually yeah. doing the, the so isn't some radio putting on their yeah. own festival in a couple of weeks he's, okay. he's on the lineup for that Oh, he's been poached. Amazing. Yeah, so I saw I because someone wicked, man. That's, that's you know it's perfect. Someone that uploaded music <clears> to us. I can't remember who it was. It might have been Lucy Lane, I think. And it, on like some of the artwork she sent me, um, it showed the Islington Radio poster. I didn't know when it was on. To be honest, bearing in mind I'm part of it, I yeah. don't think going on, so I'm not available <laughs> that day. But I saw that Will was a part of it. I was like, oh, fucking brilliant! That's like, great. I'd love to see him again. Yeah, yeah. It's he's nice. booked into coming here at some point. But. It's it nice like to he, see yeah. the same names like again yeah. and again and again. It's really mm. it's nice to see well, them reoccurring it on is. festival lineups or you know gig lineups as you much as you know we you know there's you know amazing folks like yourself that are doing so much for championing you know undiscovered music um it is good it's a good thing to kind of you know notice like oh hey they are, that that person's there again and yeah like you say like because it's funny isn't it like you sort of and in there are so many live opportunities to have now that i mean until i until i like you know i mean i've been with a few agents over the years and we've always been like Let's be quite tactical about like mm. what you say yes to and what you don't, you know, and what you don't play, and like you know, there's a there's a strategy in that. Mm. But yeah, it's it's a, if you get it right, it's a good momentum build. I think it really is. Do you find that like getting back into because you said that obviously you've had a little break from sure. obviously when we were at COVID and you've, mm. with your little one as well. Mm, mm. You've done another gig in between St Pancreas and now, haven't you? There was a, was there another one that you've had in between then, or is Hartford the next one? 
Hartford's the next one. Uh, actually, the, the next one I've got is in Cambridge and uh, this Thursday. Oh, um, really? Yeah, that's uh, that is uh, that's with um, her name is Ashley Campbell and she's the daughter of Glenn Campbell. So she's right. over um, from Nashville. Wow. Um, she's uh, touring at the moment and uh, we managed to hook this together for the Cambridge date, which is a kind of territory that I sort of I'm from Hertfordshire originally, so I'm sort of like always like teetered in Cambridge a bit. Right. So I'm kind of trying to, you know, just get, get seen there again and start to kind of make a footprint there again. Yeah, what venue is that? It's called the 6-6. Six six. Oh, I've heard of yeah. the 6-6, six six. yeah. So it's like a kind of like, kind of bar come venue kind of, uh, right. it's like a kind of, uh, I think like Coyote Ugly, that kind of thing. You're hoping. What's the best venue? We'll see you've what ever... happens, you know. We'll What's the best happens. venue you've ever played? That's a really good one. That's a hard one. Um, well, we have some quick fire questions, and that is yeah. on the list. Is that in them? Well, it doesn't matter. It can go now. No, I'm, not well, saying, I'm not saying you can't matter. ask the question, Liz. It can, it can be thrown in now. It doesn't need to be right. in your little can, order of your I'll iPad. Give, I'll give you one now, and I'll give you one. I'll give you a different one. <laughs> no, it's fine. I wasn't digging. I was just saying. Maybe. <laughs> saying we're on the same page is what I was saying. Oh, maybe. I mean, it's a toss-up for me between Shepherd's Bush Empire. Um, I love that bit. That was, that was amazing. That was um, We were touring with Melanie C in 2017. Nice. That was that was just. I was going to ask about that. Yeah, we can. Yeah, we can. Yeah, yeah. But um, either there or a festival I played in Switzerland in 2018, and we were. I took my kind of. I have a sort of brotherhood of guys who are kind of semi my band slash like we just help each other out in the studio and the rest mm -hmm. of it. And we we pulled a band together for that. That was opening for Linus Morissette in Switzerland. Wow. That, was, that was incredible. Wow. And uh, that was. That's called Blue Balls Festival. Don't ask me why it's called okay. Blue Balls. <laughs> well, you can, but I don't, I don't have much on. <laughs> right, okay. Um, was it I cold? Had, no, it wasn't. It was, oh, right. was, was, was midsummer, man. But it was, uh, I don't know. I, 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 should, I wish I could have gotten to the bottom of what, the name of that festival the weekend we were there. So it's a toss-up between playing that show. That was in like some just some great big auditorium in this town called Lucerne. It was incredible on this like lake setting. Was oh, wow. Uh, that was amazing. Was it actually outside? It, it was indoor, but it was um, such was like the weather and the time of year that they kind of sort of open planned it a bit. And oh, that's so nice. Summer breeze blowing in. It was incredible. Yeah. Very nice. Yeah, when did you two meet or touch base then? Well, the show. Of, no, the, 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 the St. Pancras show. That was the, the first time you guys met. The live show, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Because you've uploaded music. You've had like correspondence I prior got, as like, well, haven't you? I, I kind of got aware of everything that you, that you guys are kind of do. Mm. I've got a buddy called Gareth Dunlop. Oh, no, name, yeah. he's been on my show a lot, yeah, yeah. a lot of times, yeah, probably so. a good like three to five times. Right. I've known Gareth I, Donkeys, yeah. I love Gareth. Oh man, he's, he's a killer. His songs are amazing. Incredible. He was actually saying in the last voice note that he sent me, I think he was talking about one of his songs and he was saying that he was out in like America somewhere and he's done a lot of writing for other artists as well. That's right, he did like staff writing in Nashville for years. That's where I met him for the first time actually. I was there on a, like a writing camp and he, um, you know, <clears throat> my brother, um, I had a fella uh, by the name of Jerry Morgan playing drums for him at the time. And Jerry comes from Belfast. Gareth comes from Belfast. Right. The Belfast thing is very, there's a lot. Of, like, I've got so many, like, sort of accomplices in Belfast now. There's so many musicians out there. Right. Anyway, so Jerry um, was like, hey, you should try and, like, you know, write with this guy. Like, the sessions were stacked up that week. It was like a proper schedule. And we managed to get, like, a an evening in where we've both been like grafting away all day. We were knackered. Like we would mm. rather probably gone for a beer, but we got a session. I went and saw him at this um, little studio. He was at called the blue room. And uh, it was like the best thing I got all week. Oh really? With him. And then immediately we were like, when we got home straight over to his loads of songwriting. Oh, have you released a song together then? Have I have, you got I have one song. Yeah. I have one. Uh, no, I have two actually. I have two tracks out 
one called Hell and Heavenly and one called All My Life. I wrote those with Gareth. Really? Yeah, yeah. Okay, um, nice. But I'm just like, he's, he always knocks me out. I just love his whole kind of like, his whole stance and mindset. And he's got two kids and lovely wife and like the whole setup. And it's just, you know, I mean, even before I had my little girl, like I just kind of looked at it and sort of thought, this guy's kind of just, he's worked it out. Like, yeah. There are ways to sort of do this. There are ways to kind of, Balance it. Balance, exactly. Um, he's got this amazing place in the Docklands in uh, in Belfast. Old, like, Dockmaster's house, and he's just, like, kitted it out with the studio. But, yeah, so I saw Gareth had, like, I think he had Animal out, this track Animal. That's a, yeah, yeah and, stunning uh, track. I think you got, and that was kind of, and I saw it, and I started, like, delving in, home working on what you were, you know, what you were up to. I was like, fuck it, I'm going to throw a few tunes in and see what happens. Well, there you go, yeah. and we played with... Uh, yeah, you were really calm with that, if I can't have you. Thank you very much, yeah. you know. You got more tracks coming out. Mm. Obviously, I know you say you're gigging quite a bit at yeah. the moment, but what's the sort of plan? I've got a pile of material. Right. Just trying to like sort of just get you know once again just get methodical about it and kind of you know work out what the next best thing to do is going to be. I think with uh, everything like going to plan with like I've got a really supportive kind of production team um, called Metrophonic Music, and they're in Surrey, but they're right. like, you know close enough to town. And um, we yeah we're just trying to. Just connect the dots, really. I think we'll try and get something out before the end of the year and then just continue to... Because okay, the way with, with tracks and consumption now, like, you've got opportunities per song. Like, you've got opportunities to pitch for, like, live live stuff per song. You know, if you can, like, pull in as much kind of, uh, how do you say, sort of promotional value to mm-hmm. each song. That, that's what I'm trying to be about at the moment. I don't think it's going to be EPs or albums quite yet. Right. I think it's just going to be... We're, we're sort of we're writing with the idea of an album in mind but i think we're gonna just you know i just think sort of you know from the cons- consumption perspective like people seem to be okay with just taking it one at a time single every four weeks six weeks maybe what's six. the plan yeah maybe six, six. maybe even eight we'll see <laughs> but you yeah. know it just depends what you because sometimes a campaign can last longer than, than the last one you can get a, you can get a little bit more tail end out of out of a campaign of promoting it mm. so i'm just going to take it take each one as they come do you write your lyrics because there was a lyric that i said to matt yeah, in you, the gig uh, yeah and it's i'm broke but i don't need fixing <laughs> oh, right, yeah, yeah. and it just I, that that you it, literally it, leaned over to me and you're like that's a hell of a lyric i was like oh, that's a hell honestly <laughs> it was one of those lyrics that i heard it and i was like that is a lyric i don't oh, know it just you. it just really struck a chord so yeah, yeah i mean i i mean i kind of I, t- I do a lot of kind of collaborative songwriting i just t- tend to like to do it that way mm-hmm. I, I kind of will start something up on my own sometimes like i finish a song like sometimes i don't know like some people i think kind of go this is going to be my method but I'm, i try not to kind of just stay anchored to one thing but it's just ended up for like the last few years it's always been collaborative that one um yeah that's a song called all i've got and that was that was 2018 maybe 2017 um i wrote that with two buddies actually um one fellow called Connor Reeves, who's a phenomenal, I mean, he's a phenomenal singer, but he's just gotten a great turn of phrase. He's just really, we, we just had, and this other fellow, good friend of Michael Cade Hussein, who again, is just from a kind of writing perspective. We wanted to like, with that one, it's always a grind. It's always a hustle. It's always like you, you have, you have a good month, you have a bad month, you know? And we were like, we want to try and kind of come up with a, a theme. Mm-hmm that you could kind of say, hey, like the people that are really close in your life, listen, this is the way it's going to be, but don't it's, it's, don't doubt that I'm, you know, mm-hmm. I'm here. So that's kind of that's kind of where it came from. It's just such a good line. Yeah, oh, thanks very much. Was there another one? I feel Put like... Put me on the spot. 
<laughs> well, you always put me on the spot. Yeah, I know, cool. the, like the thing that got I'm me actually. When pick up and I'm through. Honestly, I really am. Like, that's really cool. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, honestly. I was just in the in the audience. I was actually. I had the numbest bum ever. <laughs> oh yeah, those seats weren't. Oh my chairs. god, <laughs> those <laughs> chairs were not the one. I, I got there. a prayer, a Neil prayer. <laughs> yeah, right, 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 right. <laughs> I had two prayer stools like bunched up on my. like leather bound, like those those little like. Kind of, I remember them from like you know school back in the day. Yeah. But I was like, is this sacrilege? You're probably not meant to sit on them, it's are the you? Knees, not the butt it's cheeks. for the knees, <laughs> not the butt cheeks. I was like, am I breaking some sort no, of holy fine. law here? You know, you were fine. Brilliant. It was it was a good gig. I really enjoyed no, it. Was it was cool, man. No, yeah. yeah, I think we've got Will win in a few weeks, hopefully. So that'll right. be. I'm looking yeah, forward yeah. to that as well. Oh, definitely. I'd, I can't wait to see that. Shall we do some quick fire? Yes. Quick fire. You've already oh, sort God. of touched on the best gig. You said best venue earlier, didn't you? Yeah, best venue. So what would be your best gig? Would it be the Shepherd's Bush or the Switzerland gig or would it be a different one? Let's delve into Mel C. Did you meet her? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we uh, basically... She nice? Yeah, she's lovely, lovely lady. Um, we, how that came about, um, this isn't really quick fire. No, mate, you crack on. <laughs> um, how that came about, um, we, we had a mutual... I was doing a private gig in Sweden and there was a German fella by the name of Volker Nurmela, and he was in charge of her. He was some degree of her, like, of her marketing at Sony at the time in Germany. And she's quite loved in Germany. Right. Like she's in a different way to here. Here it's about Spice Girls to some degree. Mm -hmm. She's a very established solo artist here as well. But like the Spice Girls kind of had this, you know, this thing, this kind of institution. They sort of came first though, didn't well, exactly. they, I guess? Of course, but, but, but in Germany, she's, just, she's like this kind of wonder woman. She's like this kind of like, this, this like proper like you know solo act well established so he saw i was doing this private gig and and then it was like six months after that i got a call from a, a friend of mine and he was like do you want to do you want to sing uh, a song with with her she's got a single it's going to be a release in germany it's not going to be it's part of an album she was putting out at the time and they said it's going to be it's going to be like a, a track that's used for the european consumption for the right. run of the album and um i was like well we can you know I'd love to get together and just try and sing it down. So that's exactly what we did. We just got over the piano. Wow. It's a song called Hold On. And uh, yeah, and, and, and so we kind of got stuck into all of that and promoting it in Germany, doing TV in Germany and all sorts. Wow. Like we did loads. And, uh, and then it was kind of like my agent at the time uh, was, was her agent too. And, um, and he said, well, let's just let's get him out there like on, on all, the, all the shows. So we did the UK and Europe with her. Okay, so you yeah. opened for her. Yeah. yeah for how yeah. long? Half a year? No, 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 no. It wasn't that long. It was like three weeks. It was okay. slick. It was like bam, 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 bam. I was wow. like, I was like, I wasn't speaking to anybody in the day. <laughs> it's just, uh, literally. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Of course. But it was great. It was great. To be honest, it was. Um, it was the first. It was. It was for me. It was actually my gateway into Europe, into playing in Europe, and I've done all sorts of different things in Europe since. But like, it's just a, a especially in like kind of that kind of like Benelux, you know, that kind of like. France, Germany, Belgium, that kind of particular area. Like there's a kind of, if you're a kind of like singer, songwriter, no matter what your kind of genre route is, mm. they just seem to be really, really up for it. Like, and I, that, that might sound a little strange, but like, it, I mean, there's a lot of work to do here with, with results. Like, and there's loads of like good stuff that's happened. But when I go over there, like there's a, there's an energy about, like Germany in particular, yeah. Like I mean, we're, we're you know trying to work out every single way we can to be there a bit more, you know, lately. But like the gigs with with Melanie were like yeah, was like properly getting to know that kind of kind of aesthetic of how it goes down over there. 
So do you still speak to Mel C now? Not really too often. No. If I'm completely honest. Bless her. She sometimes will share me like something I'm doing on Twitter, like here and there or whatever. But like it was kind of it was it was cool. Like it was nice that we got like we travelled together. So we like we got to kind of properly hang out. We got to like talk about soul singers that we love. And like her mum is a singer. Um who's into like all the kind of shit that I love and that I was raised on. And she's like into all that kind of shit as well. It was nice. It was a good crack. Yeah. It was like um yeah, there was no, there is, there is not one uncomfortable thing about about her, like hanging out with her. She's lovely. She really is. That was so nice. Yeah. So, what tracks did you play uh, in the warm up? Were they covers or were they original no, tracks original, or yeah, original. they were all originals? How long right. was your set? I was probably doing like forty minutes or something like that. Forty five. Um, I think I was doing a cover or two. Like with covers, it's funny. Like I kind of, I like to uh, kind of. I never like deliberately go right. I'm going to change it all up, but I like to kind of just find out what feels right for me to in, interpret and hear yeah. the cover, and that's kind of become a little bit of a thing with with my kind of catalogue of music anyway. Um, so I think I was doing "You Got a Friend" or something like that, like, like that kind of you know, just something that that felt always right goes down well. Yeah, yeah. I, I just <laughs> Toy found, Story vibes. It just something that was kind of you know felt right in the moment. In, in the in on on each night, sometimes I change it up and do some, but primarily originals. You made me feel very Christmassy on the way here because I was listening to some of your catalogue on Spotify in the car, and White Christmas comes yeah. on. <laughs> yeah, I was is. like, "Is it December already?" Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it really, yeah. That's you know, it's a nice mean, cover. Well, that, thank you very much. It's kind of like I think with a kind of I don't I don't think there's a anybody that needs to kind of think about their music as a business like if they are game to do something that's Christmassy and they can kind of make it feel like them then it's probably a good idea mm. would you ever do an original Christmas track yeah I've, well I've written this one. year I don't know if it's this year I don't know I don't know we, we have one we've got one in the pack we're writing like July hilarious like short, <laughs> shorts boxes vests or something working on a Christmas song we've got we've got one it's kind of like it's, it's basically there it's called I, I'll give you an exclusive on the, on the title that much I can't tell you much more it's called Christmas and Christmas without you and and it's like a kind of like i don't know it's like a kind of we we were trying to get into that snow's coming down or that kind is of, it wham know. is it very well, wham? It's like kind of you know that classic almost mo well because wham was kind of motowny turned upside down wasn't it a bit um it's kind of in that kind of has it got sleigh bells kind of, well it could we haven't worked it up yet <laughs> okay but it's like, if it's coming out this Christmas, you've got to hurry up a bit. Well, I don't, I just, yeah, I don't yeah, know if I'm going to roll around quick. We're, we're, getting more, we're getting them come into our inbox already. Have you oh, had a Christmas track yet? I haven't yet. I've no. had one. Have you? I've had one already wow. and it's Ego. October. Yeah. Is it October? I've seen the shops yeah, are getting all Christmassy, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, I mean, yeah. they get Halloween out of the way. Get and get carried bomb. away. Like, in that friggin I think you can get advent calendars already. Yeah, yeah. Madness. Don't tell my daughter that. No, no. Yeah. So, yeah, we got one in the pack, but like, we just need to, as usual, we just need to kind of make sure that it all, all kind of feels right before we jump head in. Yeah, it makes yeah. a lot of sense. You've yeah. also worked along the side of James Bay and you've also already mentioned Alanis Morris set. Sting and Stereophonics have got listed here as well. How did that, how did all that, was that all around the same sort of time period? Uh, yeah, Sting and Stereophonics was both in uh, 2018. Yeah, Stereophonics was great because I was, um, my old manager um, used to look after Stereophonics when they were at Virgin like right. in the early 2000s. And um, yeah, he played uh, Kelly a couple of songs from the EP we had at the time. Oh, nice! Like, yeah, man, let's do it. And uh, I mean, I was like, "Fuck!" Like, you know, is that all it takes? Like, you know, sometimes, sometimes it is, and sometimes yeah, yeah. you get put into a pool of people and you have to wait. But um, yeah, we did Europe, Europe dates with them. Uh, with, with again, with like kind of pulled a band around it. Um, really cool. Like, just because 
I, they're not they're not a band that are like you know sort of hero band to me, but like they're kind of I, I solidly sort of respect the yeah. kind of music they make. It re- it does resonate with me. It's kind of there's some amazing songs in their catalog. Mm. Is that handbags and glad yeah, rags? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's, well, that, cause that, that's well, that they they kind of. They they recycled that one up, and made it famous again because I think it was Rod Stewart originally. Mm. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it was and a band cover. Back way back, yeah. But um, Sting and Shaggy, right? Shaggy, so check this out. Shaggy, that wasn't on the list. Yes. So, so so the way that the Sting thing goes, <laughs> right? I don't know which version you've got, but um, Sting um, puts an album together with Shaggy, right? And it's like okay. Didn't Shaggy perform at like some Queen do at some point? Probably. Did, yeah. Wasn't he at like the Platinum Jubilee or Shaggy, something like man, that? Literally, fucking solid guy, like solid <laughs> dude. Literally, glass of Pinot Grigio, like everywhere we went, like in his hand. We were like, "Come on, man, let's go, let's do this." And, I'd love um, to get Shaggy in here for interview. Imagine. Yeah, Shaggy was cool. Though. That would be fun. Sting was Sting was Sting. He was like, he was like sweet, kind natured, gonna go and do my thing. You know, mm-hmm. we were like, "That's cool." Like, you know, we're not. You know, you, just, you know, you just have to kind of roll with the punches on tour sometimes. But um, it was great. Like they had an they they had an album um, of original songs with a kind of dancehall kind of reggae flavor. Because I guess actually, you know, when you joined the Dots, the police was was heavy on the reggae. Yeah, yeah. You know, so 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 this all came together for them. They were doing a worldwide string of dates. We just did um, we did like a summer of European stuff. It was, it was really cool. Like we did. Uh, this place called the Can the Can Palais. It's like so. It's Can. It's where they have the film festival. Yeah. It's on the rooftop. Some were saying. I think France had just gone through to the World Cup final or something like that. So like, there was something in the air. Like the French were like really kind of like up yeah. for everything that night. So the audience was like really positive energy about them. <laughs> let the football, let alone the music. But um, <laughs> but yeah. Um, so you know, just a really cool experience. Um, you should follow the World Cup around or something, yeah, that, and just do a, just amazing. do a tour in the country. Just go that, like bar to bar, you know, because they're already feeling great because they've just watched the yeah. football, and yeah. then just be like, have some of my music as well. I actually, I actually think that's, a, that's an amazing idea. There you go. Literally, you can have that one for free. Oh man, <laughs> I know a certain DJ that's trying to get some gigs out in Qatar at the moment. He's that. Yeah. Oh, when does it start like, 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 like literally in a few weeks yeah, isn't it? it's madness, so i've yeah. booked so this podcast is filmed every tuesday uh-huh. right and i was sat chatting to rob the other day he goes did you check the world cup fixtures i went no i uh-huh. put the podcast in he went you might want to check <laughs> i was like oh shit do you watch the world cup then are you football yeah I who do. do you support Oh, see, now this is going to get me ripped to shit, isn't it? Come on. Come on. I'm a Man United fan. Okay. Man United. I've always been a Man United they're, fan. They're getting, always. They're having a better season always. than they had last. Ian, are you a Man United fan? He doesn't like football. Oh, so where did so, your football so when, so, oh, we're going into go this, from? Yeah. So basically, Sorry. digression. So my stepdad, who I also call dad, so when they're both in the room, it's very difficult because my stepdad's been around since I was five, right? He's a Man United fan. So when he come along, he was a Man United fan. I said, I was like, well, I'll just support this. who he Let's supports. Yeah. And that was it. Because like producer Ian, the dad side of the fat side of the family, aren't really into football well some of them might be nowadays eh? but they never used to be um <laughs> but <laughs> but they never never really were so the first influence i had was my dad graham my stepdad and okay, he's yeah, a man united yeah. fan <clears throat> so that's why but as i was growing up obviously man united were really successful when i was yeah, little glory years. yes you were glory loving years. lives Counting so yeah, I, yeah. yeah exactly so but i used to get taken a piss out of all the time so i sort of like kept my sort of didn't really talk much about it and now I'm older I think oh fuck it and they're shit now so it's great <laughs> in yeah, a way I because Ars- I don't get Arsenal are doing well at the minute aren't yeah, they yeah. yeah one of my best friends of course yeah, uh, oh, it's all yeah I mean it's you know 
the thing is, like last season, like I, it's one of those things that I we don't really talk about football much on here, but because Rob's a Liverpool fan, exclusive. Hence, <laughs> <laughs> Rob's a Liverpool fan, hence okay. why we don't really talk okay. about it much. But um, but yeah, it's one of those things that I watch a lot of and I really enjoy it. But I sort of feel like with the World Cup coming when it is, not only where it is, but the time of year, I just it just it feels weird. They're kind of just squeezing it in, aren't they? Yeah, it feels weird. It's, it's, it's Qatar white got the, got they, the beard, didn't they? Yeah, so Qatar got it. It's too made, hot in any time, at exactly, the time of year. Yeah. Exactly. But David Beckham said it's all right, so it must be fine. Let's see what happens. Let's we'll see what happens. See what happens. Fine. There we see go. It. We did it. We did it. Yeah, in, out. In and out. In and out. Done. Next question. So sure. we have a lot of emerging artists that watch this podcast. What was the very beginning for you? What was the first time you picked up a guitar? When was the first year you got a manager? What was like the beginning steps okay. for you? Because obviously you're you're doing well now. Like you've been on tour with Mel C, Sting, Shaggy. You've <laughs> Shaggy. done a lot. So You're anyone... on the Unsigned podcast. Hey, man, come <laughs> on. I'm, I'm thrilled to be. Like, it's, 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 no, God's honest. Like uh, I think... Um, I mean, it's funny because like, there's so many, there's actually so many like there's so when you well, I'm I'm 33 now and when you when you kind of when I think about like being 15, I go that was so important that little moment was so important against that moment was so important and then when I go, I mean my my first serious manager when I was like maybe 2016 2015, so I was like sort of 24 whatever 25, um, and like the, the the space of time and everything that went down just in that i mean like we used to do like my hometown we used to just play every toilet in town just and, and the sound would be shit and the gig would be kind of shit but it would also be amazing because people will come mm. whoever whatever you know a song's probably be shit but like <laughs> that wasn't the point mm -hmm. you know, the point was like feel the adrenaline rush feel it yeah and like come away and go what the fuck was that you know like, i can't get that from a beer or, or whatever you know yeah um and uh and then there's this kind of like i, I suppose it's in for me like, it's like it's like if i think about like if I, I had like a really heavy rolling stones period like when i was just just a teenager just ducking around looking for every bootleg i could find on like lime wire or something you know my computer right right yeah exactly you said that you, you, you like you know, go, go after like sixth form or something, set it down, like come back and it's still only be about halfway there. Um, Porn. Oh, Jesus. Um, oh, I got but, it. Oh, steady, <laughs> no, 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 when no, you no, opened right, it. Right. Because yeah. if you don't know it would be like freaking like, yeah, exactly. You think you would oh, yeah, get you, like, uh, I accidentally downloaded no, it. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'll just keep no, it's, that it's one. It's true, it's true. You, 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 there's so many, there's a lot of sharks in the game. Um, but yeah, like, um, all of that. <laughs> we, 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 we hear you back there. <laughs> <laughs> it was just crazy um we but were, when you were doing that it was just, just trying to get as much experience on stage yeah as but possible. That, that leads to like i remember doing like something in tufnell park like when i was like 17 and i still live like back in Hertfordshire. it was some battle of the bands it was kind of like semi-bollocks but like semi-great because <laughs> we were like we gotta get up there and like you know it's, it's like a this sort of stigma of a london gig when you're like really really young and all of mm. that and and so i think um like in terms of like beginnings i was just i was so sort of like i was just so kind of obsessed with like the the things that turn me on about music that turn mm -hmm. me on about performing and then like you know finding managers and, and the rest of it was uh yeah how did did your first manager approach you or did you approach we had a, them we had a mutual friend we had a mutual friend who was a songwriter um and it was just a kind of just showed a few songs and then we just hung we just hung for a while and i think because I, I mean definitely like i think for now it's so easy to say it but like you have to get on with people you have yeah. to like and it's I, i've definitely put up with shit like over the years and thought actually what the fuck was that 
Yeah. My first deal with the label was like, you know, there was, there, I'm not going to say it was completely shit, but it was like, um, it was more maintenance than it was like, you know, progression and developmental, you know, there's, I mean, that seems, that's so easy to say, say it like that, but like, there's so much talk, it's so easy to talk in the music industry, but it's like hard to cut through and be like, what are we actually talking about? Yeah. You know, are we doing, are we doing something? So I think, uh, loads of learning curves and like, you know, hopefully I'm wiser. I'm so, sure you are. Well, once once you've had one manager, is it easier then to get another one? I guess you then know what you do and you don't want out of a manager. I think, I think the thing is though, you've still you've still got to kind of you still got to go and have a beer with that person. You've still got to kind of like personally, I'm like I I, I need for, like the relationship. It's a relationship, and it's got to be like I think I, I think in terms of like something like managerial aspect. That's everything under the umbrella of like being an artist. Everything's personal stuff and the business stuff, I think. So mm -hmm. you need to know that the, that person that your kind of gut is going to say to you, we could go through things, you know? You can trust um, them. Yeah. Yeah. In every way. Yeah. You know, um, I'd, I'd always like to think that like, you know, if I, if I get to like 50 and I've had like 10 managers, like I would like to be like thinking to myself, there were good elements about them all like i never felt like i was like who the hell are you mm -hmm. you know that yeah it's so much about relationship and trust and the rest of it i think what, what do you look from for in a manager then <clears throat> just that personable kind of and also like getting fired i mean do you know what this sound, again this sounds kind of really maybe this sounds obvious but like i get like really fired up about like you know things happening yeah and like passionate yeah and and, and a great record too and like you know not, not mine but like um well yeah but like but putting stuff on like in any capacity we could be like just hanging out at my house or something or their house or somebody's mm. house and like, i know that my kind of like immediate like my kind of close click of like friends we all kind of shoot from that same area we get like we get just as fired up about our favorite record that we do every single time mm -hmm. and i need a bit of that that fire yeah. in 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 people like that what's fired you up recently or just in terms of just new music or whatever i'm hearing there's a guy called Sun Little. Don't know if you know, um, American fella, who's like I don't know. He's not. He's not independent. Like he's. He's. I can't. I'm not sure who he's on, but he's just like. I mean, he's just. He's coming from all of the kind of. For me, he's coming from like the kind of. Kind of seventies R and B, slash singer songwriter stuff, which just always resonates with me. He's just the way he does it, man. The way he sounds, his voice is phenomenal. He came to um, Hackney a couple of weeks ago. I couldn't make it. I was heartbroken. But, oh. uh, but he's yeah. If, if you get if you get the time, Sun Little, check him out. Sun Little, yeah, man. Certainly check him An out. Album called New Magic, it's killer. Nice. New this year, twenty twenty two. That one, no, that one, that one's probably a couple of years old. But it's like it was fresh to me when I found it. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's fresh when you find it. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> right, what we'll do? Right. Have a quick break, mm -hmm. and uh, and then we'll get on to doing Dream Gig and more quick fire questions. More quick fire. <laughs> cool, you didn't get through your iPads. No, oh, I did. Do you want a funny thing? <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I'm yeah, happy. I, I love this. I love this. <laughs> when I have to go through everything on the iPads, you sort of like one of those things where you think, oh Christ, like you have yeah. to go to it all the time. Whereas when it's like this, it's just easy, isn't it? Yeah. Just lay back. That feels good, man. I'm going to do anything. You two just go. <laughs> no, it's good. I've got a lot of questions, so that's great. You, you want to take a break now? We'll take a quick break. Yep, and then we'll come back in section two. two. <laughs> 
Hi everyone, welcome to the Unsigned Podcast. As some of you may know, I'm an ambassador for MATES, which is Mental Health Awareness through Educational Speaking. They're a peer-to-peer support group. They're based in Essex, but they've got a group on Facebook and uh, there's a load of great ambassadors out there all offering out some support. Uh, if you want more information, go to their website, weareyourmates.com. Uh, but let's get back to the episode. The Unsigned Podcast. Welcome back to the Unsigned Podcast. We're joined by Alex Francis, Lizzie Romain and producer Ian's here as well. We are going to do your dream gig. All right, we've got some more questions for you. I'm sure Lizzie's got some conjured up as well, but we are going to get onto your dream gig because that's what we do in section two. So on your dream gig, we're going to ask you what your dream venue would be who you would like to be performing alongside on the bill for your dream gig. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We'll also ask what would be on your rider, any like special it. requests that would be okay. in your dressing room yeah. and where your after party will be. And if we get time, we'll throw in a little bit of gig tour right bin if Gosh. we get time. Nice. So let's start with your dream gig venue. If you could perform mm. at any venue in the world, around the world, where would it be and why? Wow. Uh, okay. <clears throat> Purely like kind of for me, like kind of romantic, like I've never even I've never been to L.A. I've never done any West Coast. But everything I have collected up in my head from what I'm aware of, like historically about the Troubadour, which is in um, which is L.A. Doug Weston's The Troubadour. It's been around since like the late 60s and it's still just as solid and sharp as the kind of place if you're a if you're a songwriter and you want to start to kind of get in and make a make a name mm-hmm. and you've got to, and you, you want to have a good shot at it, you want to get a show there wasn't that like elton john wasn't that in the yeah. film rocket man yeah. they went to the troubadour and yeah, he was yeah. freaking out in the toilet stall being it. like i can't perform because there's some dude out there some famous yeah that's right musician that, you know it's one of those which is like everybody's moving through at any time so you just never quite know. i love all that kind of thing you know? yeah but yeah it's there so nice. Like, like not not based in like nineteen seventy three or something like like today. Right. You know, uh, but but it's there. Yeah, that's my. That's is that an original answer? Of course it is. That's so specific. <laughs> <laughs> you joking? That is not the main stage at Glastonbury, is it? Oh. Well, that if that. How we doing? Did we get it? There's a clap for an original oh, answer. Right. <laughs> Lizzie, Lizzie likes using the buttons now. I oh, do. Okay. okay. It pisses off Rob. That's why. <laughs> Once. <laughs> no, if, uh, I mean, you know, main stage Glastonbury would be a box checked. Yeah, like, yeah, If I was, yeah. you know. But do, dream, dream, dream. I like, I like oh, you your know, answer, I like definitely. That, you, you never know. And that's not an original answer, so you chose the right one. Okay, okay. Yeah, you definitely did. Cool. Right, so you can, you can have free acts at your dream gig. You are one of them. Okay. You've got your headliner, your main support, and your opener. You mm-hmm. can choose anyone you want to be on the bill. Who is it? And, and in which order? At the In which order? Yeah. So you can choose wow. your headliner, your main support, and your opener. Shit. Where are they all fitting on the bill? Oh, it's so hard. You said you did your research. I know. Well, I, I can give you stuff, <laughs> man. It's just in the moment, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, the, the, the difficult bit for me is not it's not i don't think it's choosing i think i can choose them it's just it's just the billing going in who are we choosing we figure out the order after i'm gonna have do you know donny hathaway do you know donny hathaway he's not here he's, he's no longer he's no more donny hathaway was an incredible artist um in the he was his heyday was the 70s but he uh there's an amazing record called donny hathaway live um and he kind of like fell into the kind of like you know he, he he wrote songs with roberta flack and Stevie Wonder, and he's not like unsung. He's known, but he's not like a household name. But that he he's up there. He's playing. He's just up there with his well. It's a piano, just him and his piano. So he's on the gig. Nice. 
Um, That's obviously the original answer as well. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I think. Um, do you know many, who he is? How many do I have? Two oh. more. I've got two left. Well, you and one more. Oh, me and one more. Oh, I see. okay, okay. Um, I'm just in the audience. That's fucking good. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm just watching these guys. Um, it has been interesting because some people have gone right. We're headlining, and this is happening. And okay. some people have gone. We're going to open, and then we're going to. I think I, I'm going to say I'm, I'm, I'm opening. I'm okay, opening. I'm definitely opening. Solo acoustic, probably. I'm going to open. Donny Hathaway's going to go on the second, second one, and the. F uh, and the headliners are. Headliner. The headliner is interesting. It could be a band actually. Oh, there I am thinking about. Headliners are going to be. It's just I'll choose one and then there'll be another one that would just immediately replace it. The head, right, for tonight, for tonight, the headline, the headline, <laughs> exactly. The, at the, the Troubadour. At the You've Troubadour. got to remember the venue as well. Troubadour. Right, I'm going to open it. Donny Hathaway in the middle. And we're going to have, because what the hell, why not? We're going to have, we're going to have Ray LaMontagne. Wow. Solo again, all solo. Just doing his thing, like, however he wants to do it. Yeah. Yeah, and that is not my definitive. There would be differences. I was gonna, I was kind of gonna do Carol King instead of Donny Hathaway. Maybe it's maybe Carol sneaking in for a couple of numbers. Well, let's put it this Donnie's way: set. you can do a duet with someone, so you can have a special guest. Can come I just out pick some? I invite somebody down to get them up. Yeah. Okay. So to speak, yeah, you bringing someone out <laughs> to do. Your this is you, man. <laughs> I know it is. <laughs> I can't help it. Um, you're bringing someone out to do a duet with. Mm -hmm. Who is that person? Doesn't have to be someone already on the lineup. It can no, be someone completely no. different. Who we have? Maybe Carol King. Yeah, yeah. It'd be Carol King, like early seventies Carol. Like she's a she's a queen the whole the whole way through. But like probably you know tapestry era Carol. Like come up and do maybe even do like one of her record or something. You're saying a lot of like seventies. I know. You I'm feel... just having. I, you, I had it on the car on the way here. Oh right, I was gonna say. Just having a dive, man. Literally. Fair one. I know on another night I could be like you know we could do early nineties or something. <laughs> you know? um, this is it. It's, this 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 is a very it's almost a rhetorical question you ask. When Fair you ask enough. <laughs> so you talked a lot about cover tracks. Obviously, you've done quite a few cover tracks yeah. in your catalogue. What would be the cover track of choice at your dream gig that you would perform? I would do um, like stuff that I kind of like not the dream song that I've never played or like whatever you or, want or anything. Yeah, whatever um, you want. Um, I kind of I, I I really love the tune. I love Bridge Over Troubled Water. Oh yeah, and there's Simon so many Garfunkel. Versions. Yeah, but there's some killer versions. Their version, obviously, there's an Aretha version, which is insane. Maybe that. I've never really tried it. Yeah, but I'd love to like get a proper. Hand what was the duet that. that you and Celine did? We did um Natural Woman. Carol. Oh, Natural Woman. Yeah. That was there it. Yeah, right. Literally, I'm doing all these songs on the way off in the car, and I'm like, my brain is scrambled eggs. <laughs> had you two, did you two decide that on the night yeah. that you were doing that? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was amazing. That was great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thanks, guys. Yeah, that no, was really had, good. Well, she she has a version. She's got um, Celine's got a version that she put out. Mm -hmm. It's like collaborative, collaboratively with a few friends a couple of months ago, and I was like, well, you know it, I know it. Yeah, yeah. We can we can guess our way. Can make it work. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, it worked really yeah. well. Oh man, thanks, man. On your rider, you can have two special <laughs> two choices waiting for you in your dressing room. At your dream gig, what would they be? You've had we've got had examples of certain food, certain drink. People. Have you ever had a rider yeah. before? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What um, did you have on it then? Well, the rider I've had like varying rider experience. Um, it's almost like there's this Facebook group called Band Witches. I don't know if you've heard of it, but it's no. about like bands out there and like it can be really bad. 
you know. But right. that, that's mainly where where it goes down on this group. But uh, but I won't. I've, I've been lucky to have some some good ones. Um, I think um, should we do like a, a drink and a food? Whatever you want. Or, yeah. like, we've had games rooms as a request. We've had special oh chairs. We've had yeah. puppies. We've had well, puppies. People have said like like puppies waiting for wow. him. Like I've, got any, little, I've got a little, little, little dog. His name's Nigel. He's a wire That fashion. is the best Aww. name for a dog. My dog's called Poppy. I like that. But Nigel for a dog. Nigel. I like that. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I'd, well, on my rider, if I was allowed, maybe Nigel could come through and just hang. Yeah, I wouldn't That'd choose nice. Poppy on mine. He'd be okay, I reckon. <laughs> he'd be all right. Like, he'd, he'd, be, he'd come in all excited and shit, and, he, and then he'd get it all out. Right, and okay. And then he'd chill. So maybe he is actually part of my rider. Fair enough. Okay, and then the other part, um, there's this cheese called like napoleon and it's like this soft cheese just really little <laughs> what <laughs> he's referencing historical references there yeah very good very good he's full of it tonight sorry it's incredible <laughs> <laughs> sorry it's napoleon cheese it's like a kind of i think it's french i think it's french it's like a um of course it is it's like a sort of like a soft it's like a soft cheese with like a little bit of blue kind of to it and as long as we had some of that with some like nice bread, because I'm not much, I'm not a big like meal consumer before a gig. Right. Like I think it's, <laughs> I think what happened back in the day is that like, my brother and I would be doing a gig in our local wherever. And my mum would be like, right, I'm making dinner. I don't care about your sound check. <laughs> I'm gonna, you, you, you're going to sit down at 7.30, you fuckers. And we're going to eat like chili con carne and you're on stage at 8.30. And I think uh, too much of that probably went down back oh, in the day. No. Right. Bless her. She was all Acid passion. Reflux. She was all passion. Don't get me wrong. It's delicious <laughs> chili. My wife, you listening, it's delicious chili. But like... Um, but maybe at f like five. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm... Exactly. So that, that, that's what every tour since. It's like, what time would you like to eat? Or like, you know, you could bring a rider Never. in or like, you know. I'm going to do, I'm gonna do a, like a late lunch. Right. And then I'm going to like pick at something. So that's where I'm coming from with the cheese. On the Makes ride. sense. So yeah, that's, that's, that's me. Sense. What is the worst thing you've had on your rider though? You don't have to say thing. where, but. Probably like, it, it, I know it's in Europe and it's just been like really, like really crappy beers, like really like nasty beers. So you're like, you finish the show, you're like, yeah, I need a cold beer. And you just get a really <laughs> shit beer. Are they warm as well? Well, that, yeah, like that <laughs> straight off the bat. But like sometimes just stuff that's like, it's like low end supermarket in the middle of like Europe somewhere. Sometimes it's great, don't get me wrong. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, sometimes it's got like bloody like, you know, Aperol and something like that, you know, but not every time. <laughs> <laughs> so out of all the moments you've had so far, obviously you said you've toured with a lot of great artists and you're obviously doing your own gigs as well now, back after sort of enforced break with COVID and everything else. What has been your made it moment so far or have you had one yet or what would it be? I did a tour in Germany. I did a really, really small tour at the end of 2019, which was a headline run. It was really small clubs. It was like 100 capacity clubs, tops. And that was like, there was a, like a lead up and a build up to that. Like we, the, the singles that I released that year, we like, you know, we were targeting Germany. We like, like had some playlists live out there. And I think because, and, and some radio actually out there as well. And I think because, um, because of all those factors kind of, kind of being pulled off and then doing those gigs and then getting people to come and being in another country, I think that was for me was like a, that was a big like okay, yeah, stay in the game, you know. But the bit, I mean, the, the the main one is just you know the something that like just keeps me kind of like energized with the music industry is just is just making it sustainable because mm -hmm. there are so many ways to do that, but like you really have to tailor make it to yourself, yeah, in your life, you know. 
So that is like that was that was a moment like where it was like yeah, you know you're not this is this is this is you doing your thing and people are coming to see that and I've had some really lovely experiences to, of doing that. I think it's because it was like a it was like a five date run and like we we came back without having to like saw off a leg if you know what I mean. Yeah, and yeah, it was, yeah. So yeah, that, I think that was that was a, that was a good moment. That's really cool. Yeah. What what would be next on your list for obviously this country, but sure. where would be your next sort of overseas trip to do overseas a... um i'd like to do a bit in america yeah i've done i've tickled america i've done a little bit done a little bit on the east coast and i've done a little bit in austin and nashville mm -hmm. but not to really warrant it i don't think i'm quite there, I'm quite there yet right okay i think it would need a bit of uh kind of we'd need a single to be like really kind of getting some good some good kind of traction yeah i think uh but i'd love to start to maybe in 23 to start to like get out and kind of it's a funny one. Like, I don't know. Maybe that's the way we were talking about Gareth earlier and like Gareth Dunlop and like, you know, I think for, for Gareth, like he was kind of like, you know, I'm, I'm jobbing, I'm jobbing songwriter doing this. That was the route, like, you know, picking up the gigs where he can get them too. So I, I don't know. Like it, it might be going over there might, might facilitate in a way that I don't really can't see it yet. Mm. You know? So yeah, but, but America is, is up there. Yeah, I can imagine why. It's just a good experience anyway, Most isn't it? Good food. Most of my record is, is probably American. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the food. I mean, come, don't get me started. Like, yeah, incredible. <laughs> IHOP. The barbecue in Austin, like, you Are they pancakes? unmatched. IHOP pancakes. <laughs> yeah. <right>. yeah. <laughs> Denny's. Where's your Denny's, after party? Yeah. <laughs> the after party, wow, okay. The after party. Bear in mind you're in... Like California, you can have oh, your yeah, after we're, party. We're the yeah, okay. You um, can have your after party anywhere you like. Maybe. Do you know what? Do you know what? Maybe like we're just gonna like have the place till like two or three o'clock in the in the morning, and we get some DJs are playing like for the fun of it. They're, they're, they're playing strictly vinyl, and they're playing like yeah, it's gonna be in the Troubadour till like three a.m. Guest list is there. It's done. Like you know. Friends and family are coming. Everybody else, like who 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 I like, is coming. Um, and it's like there's plenty of that cheese out. And I just doing the rounds, <laughs> just doing his thing, sniffing people, um, and yeah, just partying and dancing and eating and having a good time. Nice. You've got an open bar for two hours. What drink are you serving up to everyone? Good old fashions. Old fashioned. Old fashions. Yeah. Nice. I feel like that would fit the troubadour. Yeah, old fashioned, which are always a death of me, but whatever. <laughs> what would you be selling? Uh, it depends on the day. I, I do like my espresso martini. I know, that's, yeah. what I, that's what I had in my head. And they go down and they just slip down after a couple of those. They do. They really do. I feel like everyone would be wired though if it was open bar for two hours. Yeah, the music would have to be up tempo. You'd just be like, please stop. No, yeah, no more ballads. espresso martinis. Lose the ballads early. Get them out of the Yeah, no, no more Don Henley boys yeah, of summer. Yeah. Oh, Off you go. Oh, you know, exactly, exactly. <laughs> DJ Sammy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Have you thought of gig tour right people or not? No. Okay. That's, that's your job. You've got the iPad. You can you can think and write it down like days in advance. You know me now. I can't yeah, you can. <laughs> <laughs> right. What we do, we go back to some of these quick fire questions. Okay. The, which is the song you wish you wrote? A song out there, classic or mainstream now? Yeah, what is a yeah, song yeah, you yeah, wish yeah. you wrote? Okay, um, there's there's trillions. I might, do you know, what? I might do Bridge Over Troubled Water actually, like we said earlier. Yeah, like, it just floors me every time the lyric. Like to say, yeah, thanks, man. To say, um, to say that that well. Yeah. To say it like that. You know, and I love a metaphor as well. I love that in, in what I do. 
and like the, the the it's just all of it like the way they kind of package that up and i love how like you know the simon garfunkel is just art garfunkel on a piano because when a song's that powerful mm. you can put an orchestra on it and it can be great but like if you can just do it stripped back like that and just kill people every time that's that's definitely up there when i wish i wrote do you like van morrison yeah 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 i love van morrison yeah they're good. Into the Mystic by Van. Have you ever done? Oh yeah, that's a good song. That is a really good song. Have you ever done Piano Man? I feel like you would sing Piano Man really, really well. Never done it. Um, no, um, but I'll, I could try it. You know, it's try uh, yeah. it. Yeah, I'm always open to it, <laughs> homework. You know. Yeah, damn right. Homework. We've never given homework out on this before. <laughs> so there's a new segment of the show. <laughs> Lizzie's time. homework. Lizzie's homework. Lizzie's yeah. homework corner. Can't wait for you I to just feel it. like you would sing that really well. Can you play piano as well? I can play a bit. I can play a few chords. Like yeah. I play enough to kind of, I can kind of play enough to like write, probably write a song. But I feel like I actually have to get it learned. Yeah, yeah. I, I'd love to get a bit more piano in my in my life. Like I kind of guitars are always strewn around, but piano I love. Like there's something about like a different instrument with chords, especially when it's when you play chords that you might be really familiar with on another instrument. It just opens up the whole something inside here which is like whoa what the hell is that and then you go to sleep and have crazy dreams yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> hopefully wake up with some you know some some good idea in your head or something yeah <laughs> mm. an artist you should love but you don't that's a great one <clears throat> that's a great question we like a bit of controversy yeah oh, i should love but i don't um taylor swift I don't did we have that before you, no we, we didn't you did no, I said I liked Taylor Swift. I'm sure it was our guest that said that. Yeah, they said they I didn't like Taylor was... Swift. I said I had an issue because she went off of Spotify mm. back in oh, okay. whenever. Mm. So then I couldn't access her songs anymore. Mm. Someone, I can't remember who it was. Someone did say, I thought it was you, but obviously it wasn't. I, someone said that their friends were really into Taylor Swift, mm. but then she wasn't. Mm -hmm. I can't remember who it was. Mm -hmm. So yes, so Taylor Swift. I understand. I don't I know. That's probably Gia Lilly. Was it? I think it was Gia Lily. No? Thought it was further back than that. Oh, anyway, go anyway. back and watch. <laughs> Maximum adoration and 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 respect. Just it just hasn't just hasn't hit me. Yes, yeah, once yet. Maybe it will, but I'm you know. I mean, it is singing about you know girls driving with their hair but in I, the wind. I, I can see the I can see the coolness of that. I can yeah. see it. Like I can you know Cindy Lauper. Like you know girls just want to have fun. I can see all that kind of aesthetic. I can see that dire direction. For some reason, she just hasn't just hasn't like made me go wow. Fucking hell, look at that. Mm. It's incredible. But we'll yeah, but you're always gonna have people you'd like and you'd, like you're not sure of. Yeah. I mean, there's some people that you just, I don't know. You just take to some people if that's because maybe your personality hasn't quite clicked yeah, or maybe, if it's yeah. the maybe song. It's my time of life. Maybe I'm just not not. Yeah, you're 33 year old now. I don't know. Man, literally, like, you know, <laughs> play football on Sunday at the stag do I was at. I'm still, I'm still recovering. Still creaking. Dogs. <laughs> delayed onset muscle soreness. Oh, yeah, you're right, actually. Oh, mate. I'm older than you. Don't worry about it. Um, what is, I would recommend an artist. You've already recommended one. Please remind us. Okay, so there was Sun Little. Yep. Um, who's killer. What, what was the full question? Was it just. It was just recommend an artist. Okay. So um, I'm going to recommend my man Guy Resende as well, who is like, Guy has played um, guitar on tour with me um, for a few years. Um, and he's branching out as a solo act. You guys got to hear him. He's, um, he's killer. Amazing songwriter, incredible touch on the guitar, soulful approach to what he does. He's really great. So I'm going to, I'm going to recommend Guy as well. Nice. Right here in London as well. There you go. Well, tell him to, you know. Yeah, damn right. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And definitely. come yeah, on definitely. here. Yeah. And send. Mm. 
Send us your music. Send our way. Yeah. What's your jam? What is the song that you're like, you're out, you wrote the stag do the other week okay. and a song comes on and you're going straight to the dance floor. What song straight is Straight to the it? floor. Um, yeah. Off the wall, Michael Jackson. Yeah. Yeah. You're a big NJ like, fan because, yeah, 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 human um, nature is like yeah, yeah, one yeah. of your tra- one of your covers. Yeah, it's done yeah, very, yeah. very well. Um, anything off that record? Anything off the off the wall? Man in the mirror. Is that off that no, one? No, that's that's a bit like that's not bad. Oh, okay. Which is, I mean, in, in, incredible, that song. incredible. Um, or like, I like. Do you know D'Angelo? D'Angelo, like uh, D'Angelo, kind of like mid '90s into early 2000s. He had a huge record called Voodoo. Right. Which was like, and he had this song called Untitled, like, How Does It Feel? It's called Untitled Brackets, How Does It Feel? And it's this famous video where he's like basically naked and the, the camera was just doing, it was just a shot on him the whole way. He's like baby oiled up and it was all the cliche, but it was like doing this slow move all the way down and you only kind of get to about there. And the way that the whole, it was very kind of like, let's get it on Marvin Gaye-ish, kind of like that, that kind of era. And people just went wild. They just, they just, they just, they just managed to nail this, this marketing thing would do it with with him in the single but he's got this record called voodoo and it was like a big like it did quite well commercially and like it just kind of blew the whole thing open in terms of like what it means to have great players on a record again in like the late 90s when a lot of it was quite soaked up and covered in like you know kind of easy sleazy production right and like he came forth with this record and it was just like an absolute everyone was just like what I feel like everything was shocking in the 70s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it was now it's like, what can what can people do to really deliver that shock factor now? Totally. It's a funny one, isn't it? Because like you wonder about whether people were just energised and they were like, well, we're just going to do something, sort of stick it to the man to some degree. And whether, right, you know, even though we have, I, I don't know, man, like we could go down a, down a rabbit hole of this, all of this kind of stuff. But like, there was, there were movements in the 70s, for example, that were like, kind of, sort of motoring is the wrong word kind of like influencing the, the the music and the art kind of the art that was being made by the times and and we are there's a you know we do that today but it's 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 considered such risky business isn't it mm. and you just wonder if you know some sometimes a bit more of that kind well, of you think you know, like well obviously motown with the whole mm. that whole movement and you think about punk like that yeah, punk even david bowie you yeah know. Bowie, like literally like you know everything there was a string of terrible presidents in america for example and then you know that was that was talked about. And, oh, you know, it's like the UK now, isn't it? Well, that's what I mean. Like literally, like but you know, controversial. Who, who's gonna you know, who's gonna kind of jump up and down and so I don't know. It's funny, but um, talking you know in mention of him and like you know all the kind of cool genre kind of bending stuff that like Marvin Gaye did in the seventies. Like yeah, D'Angelo doing voodoo. Yeah, guys kicking ass. Yeah, big time. What was the first gig you went to as a punter? It was, two, it was uh, 2005, and I was like a teenager, and it was Santana at the Wembley Arena with my dad and my brother, and I'll make Tom and his dad. And yeah, that was it was just an arena show up in the gods. We were like, what the fuck is this? Like, yeah. All these people, they just, you know, I think it's the sound that gets people yeah. most. Yeah, that was my first kind of serious one. Not a bad venue to go for your first gig. Yeah, that's I feel, not I do, bad. Yeah, I Jesus. do feel quite. I mean, you know, I did see like you know friends, dads, and pubs and shit. But, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. What has been you actually? What's the first single you ever bought? Britney Spears, baby, one more time. Mine was. Mine was. Fuck, what was it? Baby, come back. I can't remember who it was by. Baby, come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Baby, come back. Yeah, yeah. And he goes, diddly, diddly, bye, bye, diddly, yeah, bye, yeah. bye, 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 bye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
Oh my god, I can't remember how old I was. I was like, Woolworths, you know, when Woolworths used to have like the kind of 150, like it was like a jewel case, really thin. Mm, It was mm. a single, maybe a B side. Mm. You used to go in there like five quid. You got a long way of five quid in that that aisle back in the day. Yeah, yeah. That was the, it was Britney Spears. Got it back, probably stuck it in my mum's car or something. Probably snapped it within about two weeks or something. (laughs) They were flimsy little things. Yeah, they were, yeah. Yeah. Do you remember yours? Yeah, I was just trying to think back. The Rasmus. In the shadows oh, was wow. definitely an early one. Black Eyed Peas, mm-hmm. Where Is the Love, mm-hmm. definitely. That was a huge song, wasn't it? And Band Aid, mm. Do They Know It's Christmas, mm-hmm. and then the Now Fifty Three album. I remember that. I used to get shit of Now. Mm. Yeah, I love the Now. What's the earliest Now you remember? Now oh. Fifty Three was like the first one that I actually really? had, Who was on that? and it was DJ Sammy um, Heaven. That was the yeah. first track See, on they, I, side A. And then it was last catch-up. I forget how much older the, the, I am of you. The, you? the catch-up song or whatever it was. The catch-up song, yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. Like, I can just see the track list. That was a dance, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Sure there was a dance to that catch-up song. I think there was. I'm trying to get to the chorus in my head. <laughs> yeah, see, you, I, you're I, talking I about... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brilliant. And a oogie, oh yeah, it something. Was, it yeah. was. Oh my yeah. god, yeah. Those those ones just came along, didn't they? Back then, they come along. They, they did. Like, like Macarena and all of that kind of thing. They just came along. Didn't what they? scares me about that is they're the first ones you bought, mm. and I was going out. He was going out. Yeah, I must have been because those songs were out. Like DJ Sammy Heaven. Mm. I must have been maybe 15, 16, I think. So you would have been like 10 when you bought that. Yeah, right? like nine-ish. Yeah. Nine-ish, 10. Yeah, I was getting, yeah. I was, getting I was going on like Google, this when I was <laughs> printing out the lyrics and then memorising them because yeah. I was that cool. No, because my sister used to just know the words to all of her songs. She was nine years older than me. Mm-hmm. So then as the little kid sister, I wanted to know the words yeah. to my songs as well. That's so brilliant. I'd go on to Google and print them out and then learn the lyrics. Yeah, have you that's, s- that's, that's, still that's a like, terrible singer, but you know. That's like reading the, reading the liner notes of booklets. I used to like, I used to get the booklets out and you can't fucking get them back in <laughs> yeah. like, reading it through, like, literally through, the, through like that yeah like, yeah like, <laughs> like the needle you realize that actually you realize it's it, at that point that it started on a vinyl about the size of one of them and somebody printed it and it's like oh yeah we can read all of this and then squished it right yeah, squished yeah. It in, and now yeah. where is it well, exactly i've gone Some, back to vinyl <laughs> sometimes it's on spotify sometimes it's not you know? no exactly yeah. vinyl's <clears throat> where it's at biggest inspiration um what a general hmm um, if that's musically or yeah. if that's life lessons, like what would you say your biggest inspiration is? Parents are parents, and and they are you know your your relationship with your parents changes over the years and and, and all of these dynamic things. But they never ever said that like my brother and I couldn't like fuck about with the guitars and kind of like just get it wrong to get it right mm-hmm. to a degree. They never they never said anything like that. They never like shut up. Mm-hmm. That's enough for today. No, we didn't pick a drum kit out straight away, but like, thought we had like they a might classical have done guitar. Yeah, well, I know, I know, you know. But there was a lot of shy. There was a lot of shit harmonica playing and like, you know, a lot of out tune singing, and they never really. So I, I have to sort of, I've got to put them in there somewhere because like they could have just been like this. You know, have they got history of music? Like, no, 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 they haven't. They, they, they love good music. Yeah, like, they're yeah. They're into good music, like. And I guess when you were a kid, you don't really know what good music is or what crappy music is, mm. but. You just know what you your parents well, we, listen got to. Older and I'm like reconnecting to like Motown. I'm going, I don't fucking know. That, that, that's incredible. Yeah, yeah. Is that what your parents used to listen to? Well, you know, it could be could be anything. It could be it could be Motown. It could be Wham. It could be Bruce Springsteen. It mm-hmm. could be Michael Jackson. It could be, but there was always like all the 
the stuff when now, like, you know, it, with a life in music or, or not, like even just people that are great music lovers that are like adults, they could look at, you know, there's, there's all those like symbolistic synonymous records of like the last 50 years. Mm. And it was all in the collection when I, when I go back in my head. Yeah. My mum has Shania Twain. I can sh- love Shania Twain. That was, the, I think it was the one album. Great was documentary it the one? at the moment. Oh, is on, there? On Apple TV. Yeah, check it out. Oh, I do love a good documentary. Really good. Proper like, her, her story's incredible. Really Have you good. seen the Bowie documentary? It's in the cinema at the moment. No. Moon Did we shaking. figure out if that was actually going out anywhere no, else? No, we no. We didn't I look it up. I, no, I It's really good. Yeah, I'll check it out. Yeah. I feel like you'd enjoy it. It's yeah. a bit creepy at the beginning, like, it, but it's just very like hallucinogenic. He is. He's vibes. a fascinating creature. He is very interesting. Mm. I came out of that with so many questions. I think me and my partner talked for about three hours. Yeah. Solid. Bowie, Bowie talk will definitely do that mm. to you. Yeah. Nothing required. No drinks or substances required for Bowie talk. You but just you, go, whoa, what a guy. But you can see him change as he grew older. Yeah. Oh, it's fascinating. Incredible. Okay, so Comedian. Shania Twain on Shania Apple Twain. TV. Yeah, she's, I can't remember exactly what it's called, but it is really good. She was like squeaky clean country. Like when she was like a young teenage girl. And then the, the, the route to getting like finding out, like she, it took her a few albums to get it right. Mm. Even albums with songs on that we would be like, fuck, that's a banger. Mm that weren't the album quite yet. And it's just so, it's just so much underneath it. It's really good. Check what out. are your thoughts on ABBA? You an I'm, ABBA I'm, fan? I'm, I'm not like, I'm not like kind of um, like clambering over the record player to put them on, but, but, but I love them. Like, you know, <laughs> I, every time I hear an ABBA song, I just go, wow. I think my songwriter's brain just goes, wow. Really? So, yeah. so as a songwriter, you yeah, appreciate yeah. what went into Definitely. ABBA? Definitely. Like they, yeah. um, it, it is, excuse me. It's, it's absolutely undeniable Like that, you know, the, the, Everything that they do, like, I mean, how, how cool that, like, you know, a, a group needed a platform like Eurovision, and then everybody kind of went, fucking hell. It's a bit like Sam Ryder. Yeah, the guy's getting his time, you know? And uh, and he was in metal bands and stuff. And he go, and he, so I, I, lo- I love that. I love that kind of, you know, sort of, it's not rags to riches, but it's like, it's just like, yeah, do well now. Mm-hmm. Do your thing. <laughs> I've got tickets to see Sam Ryder yeah. next March now. Yeah, he's nice. coming to London. <laughs> That's cool, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I think he's, I, th- I think his whole spin on what he's doing is really cool. Yeah. One art, we're finished with this one. Okay. One artist you'd love to see in concert that you haven't yet. Michael Jackson. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I think like leave. I, I, I'd leave my my view of Michael Jackson at the door. Just go. In. You'd have to, wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah, just go in and just be, just just be completely destroyed by how good. Yeah. That must have been like you watch archival footage of concerts. And people obviously are just losing their minds. And you sort of think to yourself, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, look at this. Like, we've got a lot of great stuff that's gone on since him and it, since his heyday. But there's some energy about it. I can't wait for my daughter to be like maybe eight or odd or younger. Like, she's connect, bloody hell. She's like, she's pressing skip ads on YouTube already. But like, um, <laughs> yeah, but, they're not silly. <laughs> but like, you know, like, watch you, you know like with your kids when you go like, you know, something like, like Disney or Star Wars. I will definitely, I will like, you know, and not even like, because I'm, because I'm a musician, I, I, I will do Billie Jean at Motown 25 one day with her. Mm. And I, it'll be, I, well, I'm, if, I, if I can time it right, in terms of her kind of attention span, <laughs> literally, um, then I will be fascinated to see what that does to mm. a person. Cause I truly believe that that, that is it's some power feeding in, in the him. music over well there's the some power in him as an act like it doesn't matter who you are you could be like 
you could be into like new metal or something, or you could be into like punk, but you could still look at him and be like, whoa, mm. what is that? Have you seen the other the documentary? Is it Natoya Jackson? Is she the youngest Jackson? She did like a documentary series that right. sort of went into her upbringing and, yeah. and, and all of No, Janet Jackson. I did see something Janet, Janet. Jackson, yeah. it was. That's a very interesting one. And it also goes into, it goes into sort of her journey, but also goes into Michael and yeah. how she was sort of like level with him for a little while, but she was always sort of in the shadow of him. It's very interesting. Yeah, I check it out. I mean, it's sad. It's just really, do you know what? It's really sad. The whole thing is so sad. Like, you know, the idea that you've, that you've got to be like, you know, the way he kind of even went in to, to, to the business is like, it's so bittersweet really. I, and but I, I I don't I don't I can't I remember when he when he kind of died I, I went I'm kind of going to retire from having too much of a view mm. on the man I'm just going to let those tunes if they need to be on just do what they need to yeah, do yeah let them know. be yeah but good question <laughs> good cool, right man. what we'll do is we will should we do gig court tour right very quickly sure right we're going to go Eric Clapton we're going to go for Springsteen. We're going to go for maybe, maybe some more contemporary. Oh, um, my brain was thinking 70s. Oh, go on then. In, if you've got Let's someone. Go, go, go uh, Don Henley. Yeah. yeah, love it. And uh, Ed Sheeran, okay. just for argument's sake. <laughs> yeah. Contemporary. Uh-huh. Big songwriter. Gig tour, right. Okay, you need to remember those four. Oh, I'm right, certainly okay. going to forget. Gig, Gig tour. tour, right. So basically, what you've got to do, you've got to do one. Huh? And bin. Oh, and bin, yeah. Okay. So basically, you've got to have one night gig with one of them. It's like Snog Mary Avoid, but for yeah, writing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, gig tour, right? So you've got one night with them as a gig, a year long worldwide tour. You can write with one of them, and you've got to put someone's work in the bin. In the bin. Wow. That's really, okay, so we so said we said Clapton, Springsteen, Don Henley, and Ed Sheeran. That's, an, okay. that's a mix, that. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Um, one, night, one night show. Yep. Um,. Captain Springsteen, Don Henley, Ed Sheeran, right? Uh, one night show with Springsteen. Yep. No wait. Yeah, one night. Uh, yeah, one night tour. Uh, one night show with Springsteen. Um, writing with Clapton. Writing with Clapton. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, world tour with Ed Sheeran and. I worship the ground on Henley Walks. I think it's fucking amazing. Like, I'm a huge <laughs> Eagles fan. I'm going to bid him for the sakes of that world tour with Sheeran surely would open doors. Mm. Yeah. You yeah, know? you've got to be tactical. I mean, you'd have to kind of like... Yeah, and you laughed at me when I suggested it, Sheeran. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I'm coming as a business mind. Yeah, you got you know? it. Yeah, you got, got it. But, but, but and Don Henley, maximum respect to Don, literally. I, I could, I, I'd love to say songwriting with Don, but like, I, I don't know, Clapton's solo stuff is so mm. good. So good. Got Layla stuck in my head now. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Every every, every decade of Clapton has got something good in it. So, you know. Well, there we go. Decision made. <laughs> what we we'll do? We we'll wrap up and then we will have a couple of acoustic tracks cool, from your good self. Could you look down the camera there and tell everyone where they can find you? And uh, this is going out next Monday, so you can okay. promote your Hartford gig. Wicked. All right. So if you want to find my stuff, all you got to do is at Alex Francis Music on all the social media channels and Spotify is Alex Francis. And I got a big show coming up on the 19th of October at the Hartford Corn Exchange. So if you're here in London or if you're anywhere, really, you want to get a ticket and come check it out. Cheers.
Thank you very much. Thank you. Lizzie, could you tell everyone where to find your good self? LizzieRomain.co.uk. You've got all the socials up on there. Uh, probably the best way is just to hit me up on a DM on Instagram, which is just at LizzieRomain. Um, but yeah, pick your poison. It's all on the website. Can people just slide into the DMs if they're uploading music or just generally? <laughs> that, yeah. <laughs> well, to be honest, I'll just take a Spotify. Like, like, well, stop being dirty. Honestly, honestly. Dirty, dirty. Yeah, no, but I a Spotify. Yeah, exactly. A Spotify link is just as good as anything um, because then I'll add you straight to my next review list and then hopefully I'll get you on a show. I haven't listened to your list yesterday. Yeah. We'll talk about it after. Oh, okay, fine. Um, if you want to upload music to us here at Unsigned, you can do via the website, unsignedmusic.uk. Also go to futurehits.co.uk. And we've got photos and videos from the latest gig we were a part of. That is all coming soon to YouTube, Patreon, all those sorts of places. That's going to wrap us up. Thank you very much for coming in, Alex. Thank you. Really thank appreciate you it. Me, Lizzie, thank, thank you as always. Thank you, producer Ian. Thank you, producer Ian. Thanks, man. Thank and we'll see you all next time. Bye. The Unsigned Podcast.